Welcome to the Covenant Woman Podcast, inspiring you to grow your faith in all of God's promises and take what belongs to you as a daughter of the King of Kings. I'm your host, Shayla Gordon, author of The Covenant Woman. Are you ready to stop self-sabotaging and start overcoming the struggles that have been holding you back from stepping confidently into who God says you are? Come on, sister. It's time to thrive in all areas of your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Covenant Woman podcast. Here we are starting the last half of season two. And you know what? We're just going to keep on rolling with faith. We're going to keep talking about faith. We're going to keep talking about strengthening our faith, how to use our faith, how to grow it, how to use aggressive faith. And if you're wondering, like, why are these getting so repetitive? It's because this is what changes lives. Whenever you grow your faith, in the love of Jesus and the promises of God, that's when your life is transformed. And we all know that we can't just hear something one time, grasp it, and then just run with it, right? Like it takes repeatedly hearing something to really get it inside of us and to start living that way. And faith is what God has put on my heart to continue sharing. So until he changes that up for me, I'm going to keep sharing faith because I want to do exactly what he wants me to talk about. And I don't want to veer from that because this is all about him and um, just helping us all just grow our faith and get closer to him and take a hold of those promises, right? Like that's kind of the mission of this podcast is to help us to grow our faith in God's promises and take what belongs to us as covenant women, as covenant people as joint heirs with Christ himself and children of God. So we're just going to keep rolling with that. So here's the question for today. Do you have aggressive faith? And you're probably wondering, well, what is aggressive faith? What does that even mean? And think about it like this. If you're aggressive in a basketball game, how do you play? Think about that in life. How do you play in life? How do you live your life? When you're aggressive, <laughs> think, think like if you're if you've been out of high school for a long time, like me, but you played sports at one time. I was never an aggressive player. But those aggressive players, they weren't gonna let someone just come up to them and steal the basketball, right? They weren't just gonna handed over to them, they weren't going down without a fight, like it was going to end up being a jump ball, basically, right? They were not releasing that ball like that. They had it, they had a plan with it, they were taking it to the hoop, or they were taking it down to get it to someone who could get it in the hoop on their team. And they were not going to release it. So think about it like that. Being aggressive means you're not just going to turn loose of something, you're not just going to hand it over and give it away. Think of it like this. Being passive would be the opposite of being aggressive. So when you're passive, which is a lot of our nature, right? I'm a passive person in general. But when you're passive with something, it means that it's like, ah, you know, whatever. It's not a big deal. But we can't be like that whenever it comes to our faith and the promises that God has for us. We can't be like, ah whatever. It's okay if it doesn't come to pass. It's all right. I don't need what God has in store for me. 
no, we need what God has in store for us, right? We need what he has in store for us and those promises that he has promised us and those plans that he has planned for us to be able to thrive in this life and to be able to live heaven on earth and to be able to be thriving in every single area. So we can't be passive when it comes to what God said belongs to us. It's fine to have a passive nature, right? Like I'm, I'm passive in nature. Um, I'm not like a confrontational type of person, but when it comes to faith and what God says belongs to you, you better get aggressive or Satan will try to take it from you, right? He tries to take, he tries to steal. And if he can steal from you, he can steal the word of God from you. And once he does that, he can kill that desire that you have and destroy your life, right? He comes to still kill and destroy. So we have to be aggressive with what God says belongs to us. We have to be aggressive in our faith. We have to have that bulldog type faith and be in, be aggressive in what belongs to us so that it doesn't get taken away from us so that we don't just roll over and hand it over. Let me ask you this question. When something bad happens in your life, what is your first instinct? Is your first instinct to just get upset and start ranting and raving or cussing and complaining and say things like, well, that's just my luck. This always happens. I should have known. I mean, we've all been there before, right? I'm sure that we've all been there. I know I've been there before. But here's what you may not know. You're literally feeding faith into the problem whenever you say things like that. You're literally just completely being passive with your faith. Basically, you've given up on your faith at that point whenever you're saying things like that. And you're allowing the enemy to have whatever he wants to have of yours. And that is definitely not aggressive faith. So you have to change your words from, well, that's just my luck. This always happens to me. To I declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Satan, take your hands off whatever it is he's got his hands on. In the name of Jesus, like you use the name of Jesus, you find scriptures that combat what's going on in your life and you speak those over your life and you have authority over Satan. Luke 10, 19 tells us that. And you start thanking God for his goodness. Start thanking God. Start praising God. That is one way to combat the enemy. First of all, it's a way to show your gratitude to God, right? But it's a way that you combat the enemy whenever, no matter what's going on in your life. And I know we've already talked about this probably several times on this podcast, but no matter what's going on in your life, you are still choosing to praise God because you know he's still got you. He's not leaving you. He's not forsaking you. His plans are amazing for you. And whenever you keep that faith in him, you keep that aggressive faith, you're not just rolling over and giving away what God's already given to you, right? You're not accepting that. You are you get serious in your faith and you align your words with his blessings for you. And that's one of the most transforming acts you'll ever do for you, for your family, for your future, is aligning your words with what God says. But Here's the thing, you have to know what God's word says, so you have to make sure that you put in that work, and we talked a lot about that last week, but God says if you have a mustard seed size of faith, then you can move those mountains in your life. So think about what you can do with aggressive faith. Think about what you can do whenever you are constantly strengthening that faith muscle, and your faith is so aggressive that 
you are literally unwilling to allow Satan to take anything from you or put anything on you that's not from God. It is so important to be persistent because even when we're in faith, things are still going to come against us, right? And we're not always going to feel like continuing in our faith. We're Sometimes we're going to feel like giving up. We're not going to see the results we want to see. So we're going to just, we're gonna, those feelings are going to be telling us, just give up. This isn't working. This is taking too long. Why would you keep doing this if you're not seeing results, right? That's what your feelings are going to be telling you. But remember, we're not moved by what we see or what we feel. We're moved by the word of God. And ask yourself these questions. You can ask yourself, am I being passive or am I pressing on? And am I surviving or am I thriving? Am I circling around or am I leading the charge? Am I fighting the good fight or am I throwing in the towel? God didn't create us to be giver-uppers. He didn't create us to be cowards, right? We're made in the image of God. So therefore, that tells me that that we are nothing that he's not. So he didn't create us to, to just give up easy. He didn't create us to be wimpy. I mean, he's not wimpy, so why would we be wimpy? So just know that you don't have to settle for what is, right? Like God gave us that. God gave us the faith. God gave us the means to strengthen our faith. So you don't have to settle, but you can actually take what's rightfully yours. You can take it by faith. I just think that's so exciting knowing that that opportunity is available to anyone who will reach out and just say, hey, that's mine. God sent Jesus to die for it for me. And I am taking that and there's no one going to take it away from me. The King James version of 1 Timothy 6, 12 says we fight the good fight of faith. And that Greek translation describes that as a fierce combat with an adversary. Well, who is your adversary? Satan, right? So that's a fierce combat. It doesn't mean to just be passive about it and just be laid back about it. Fighting the good fight of faith means standing your ground and not allowing anyone to take what is rightfully yours. And weak faith isn't going to get you very far. And I truly believe that because we are made in the image of God, that weakness is a choice. Like we can choose to be weak, but that's not what God gave us. He gave us his strength, right? So our faith should be aggressive. And aggressive faith doesn't just throw in the towel, right? It doesn't draw back. Hebrews 10, 38 through 39 in the King's James Version says, If any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So does that mean that God doesn't like you if you draw back? No. It means it is his pleasure for you to have what he promised you. And when you draw back, he knows that you're drawing away from the blessing. And he doesn't want you to, to live like that. He wants you to live under the blessing, the blessing overflowing and overpowering you, right? That's a that's his his plan for you. He wants that blessing in your life and he wants he wants to be able to see that. It's like if we were watching our kids, right? Our own children, we would take pleasure 
and seeing them take a hold of what belongs to them. We, we take pleasure in seeing them thriving. Same thing for God. He, he takes pleasure when we are interacting with his blessing, whenever we're taking a hold of it and we're not just laying down and giving it to someone and saying, here, you know, I'm just going to give this to you because I don't want to grow my faith in the fact that God says it belongs to me. That's weak. And we weren't created to be weak. And if you're taking notes, write down Hebrews 10.23, also out of the KJV. As, uh, that's just the one we're going to be talking about throughout the rest of this podcast. But let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. So aggressive faith doesn't waver, right? Like it, it holds fast to what God's word says. And, you know, we could be talking about anything in life. So even if it's your dream, if God put a dream in your heart, don't let it go. If you have specific passions, don't let those passions go because someone doesn't agree with it or something comes against it or there's an attack in one way or another. Don't don't let go of your passion. Don't let go of your faith for it. Don't let go of your hope for whatever it is that that you need to be hoping for, right? Faith and hope go hand in hand. Um, whether it's a business dream, whether it's a family relationship, a, a different type of relationship, healing your dream job, uh, freedom from debt, whatever it is, don't let go of it just because something comes against it and you actually have to be aggressive about it, right? Like all things in life, what do they say? All things in life worth having, it's hard work. It's it's not something that's going to come super easy, but but it's worth that hard work to get that end result. Same thing with the blessing. Can you imagine the blessing of God just letting that go? And that does go for every area of your life. He wants you to thrive. He wants you physically well. He doesn't want you sick. He doesn't want you carrying around a disease in your body. He's offered you wholeness. He's offered you health and and restoration, but you have to take it. So in whatever area it is in your life that you need to take a hold of that blessing, get aggressive about what he says belongs to you. Find those scriptures and get aggressive with it. Tell Satan to take his hands off of it. He doesn't have any authority unless you give him the authority. And you get aggressive and then you stay aggressive. You don't you don't let it go. You don't let go of the passion. You don't let go of God's promise. And how do you do that? You keep talking about it. You keep saying the words, keep speaking those words that align with what God says and don't get into contradicting what God's word says, because then you're just basically handing your blessing over. You keep believing it. You keep it in front of you. You keep it in front of your eyes. You keep listening to the word being taught. You just develop that ability to see things even though you may not be seeing them in the natural, right? You're seeing them spiritually. You're seeing them in the supernatural. You don't let situations that come up put stress on you. You you give that over to God and you continue keeping your faith and you continue growing your faith and and you surround yourself with people who are also growing, right? Like if you're if you are doing all of this and then you're spending the majority of your time around people who are not believing for anything, who literally just speak complete contradictions against God's word. And um, those those people will drain you. They will take it out of you and you, you'll be influenced by them, I promise. And so it's very important to keep yourself 
in God's word, find people who are also in God's word. It doesn't mean you have to go get rid of all of your friends, but you limit that time and, and you you pray about it. Let God lead you on who you even need to be spending time with. And I have read so many stories lately and listened to so many really incredible testimonies just more recently too on people who had something medically going on with them and, you know, everything from missing limbs, literally, to cancer, to to all kinds of different things. And it is so easy whenever you're seeing things like that. And whenever the doctor is telling you things, because right, they're supposed to be the one in authority, whenever they're telling you things that contradict what you're believing for, it is not or it is very easy to just get get persuaded to what they're saying. But you have to remember that what God says trumps what the doctor says. So even if you are dealing with some type of sickness, if you have a family member de- dealing with some type of sickness, healing still belongs to you. I don't care what the doctor says. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy to get it. You, you may have to faith like you have never faithed in your entire life, and you probably will. But the doctor doesn't get the last word, right? So you you find those healing scriptures and you take them like medicine every single day. And, and you, let, you let that aggressive faith work. And I promise you, I promise you, you will see results. And just remember, God, God has final word. God has the final word in everything. So whether it's a doctor, whether it's your employer, whether it's a friend, a family member, somebody that has some type of control in your life, you remember what God says trumps every single bit of it. And when you're keeping that faith and something does come against it or somebody that you feel is an authority kind of combats what you're saying and they go against against that, against God's word for your life, you remember you get to choose. Am I, am I going to keep faithing? Am I going to keep my faith in what God tells me to keep my faith in? Or am I just, am I going to drop it right now? Am I just going to fail at that? Because you really do get that choice. And it may not feel like it at the time. And you may be the only one believing for you. But you're, you remember this too. In Romans, it talks about Jesus intercessing for us. Guys, he's sitting on the right hand of God himself. And he is interceding for you. So if you've got, if you've got Jesus interceding for you, remember, you still have someone on your side. You don't need some earthly person here that that's here that you can see with your eyes to agree with you, but you just get in agreement with what God says. And you remember Jesus is interceding on your behalf. So don't ever feel like you have to take the answer that someone is giving you. You take the answer that God himself is giving you and you just continue going with that. You continue keeping your faith in that. And you have to get to the point to where you are fully persuaded by what God says by his word. And it doesn't mean that you're just hoping it's going to come true or just wishing about it. It's an actual knowing whenever you spend that quality time with God and you're doing that consistently and you're reading his word and you're spending time with other people who are doing the same and, and they're not pulling you back or making your, you second guess yourself or, or what God says it really does. It makes such a difference, but you will become fully persuaded in the knowing that, I mean, you're just completely convinced there. There's not a doubt in your mind that what God said is coming to pass. And 
I said we're going to stay on the KJV, but in the message translation of Joshua 18.3, it says, how long are you going to sit around on your hands putting off taking possession of the land that God has given you, right? So how long have you been sitting around waiting for that promise to manifest in your life that God has already promised you? Guys, those promises already belong to you. According to Ephesians 1.3, they already belong to you, just like the promised land already belonged to the Israelites all they had to do was take it, right? So let stop letting fear like they did cause that blessing to be postponed, cause that promise to be postponed. Aggressive faith, it doesn't waste that time. And I, guys, I'm preaching, not preaching, I am talking to myself. I am teaching myself as I'm saying this to you guys. And I'm, I'm getting fired up talking about it because God really does. He gives us those things for the taking, like the blessing belongs to us. And he doesn't want us just sitting around, sitting on our hands, waiting for it to manifest into our lives. He wants us believing for it. He wants us putting our action towards it. He wants us aligning our words with it. He wants us spending our time with him so that we can take possession of whatever it is that he says belongs to us. And what does he say belongs to us? The blessing, right? We don't have to live under the curse anymore. We get freedom from sin, sickness, shame, poverty, spiritual death. All of those things belong to us, but we do have to reach out and take a hold of each one of them. And how do we do that? How do we take a hold of what God says belongs to us? You, you, you claim it. You claim in the name of Jesus. I claim blank. So if it's healing, I claim the healing in my shoulder in the name of Jesus. I I claim that healing that I need as a child of God, according to God's promise. And then you say, Satan, take your hands off of my body. You have no authority on my body. And you remember that the only evidence that you need is the word of God. You don't need the evidence of what a doctor says. You don't need the evidence of what anyone else says. You need just the evidence of the word of God and what, what he promises you. All right, so that has come to the end of this episode. Guys, I I pray that you get aggressive with your faith. I pray that you take a hold of every single thing that God says belongs to you because it does. He's given it to you for the taking, so take it. Say it with your words. Align yourself with him, and I promise you, you're gonna see him revealed to you in a way that you've never even imagined whenever you take that step from more of a passive laid back faith to an aggressive faith and not taking no for an answer and not allowing your adversary to take anything that belongs to you and you fight that good fight of faith, I promise you your life will be transformed. So guys, I hope that this helped you in one way or another. If it blessed you, please share it with someone who it could also bless maybe a family member, maybe a friend, maybe share it on your social media. And I just appreciate you guys for being here. So you guys have a blessed week and I'll catch you back here next week. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Woman podcast. For more info on the book, to stay inspired and to find all the ways to connect with me, check out thecovenantwoman.org. And don't forget to follow this podcast so you'll be notified each time a new episode drops.